0: Pablo Picasso, One Cheeky Woman and the Day I Almost Died. What did the cheeky woman say to Pablo Picasso in public? How does this relate to saving the UK from the Nazis in World War II? And how does this all link to the day I almost died 10 years ago? Listen and discover. In 2010, I almost died. All I could see are women fainting. All I could hear are grown men crying. But first, let's speak about Pablo Picasso. That day, Picasso ordered a daiquiri. Everyone knew that daiquiris put him in the right mood for inspiration. Then he sat down to observe the world around him to use every detail he can perceive as inspiration for the new painting he worked on. Suddenly, he heard, Mr. Picasso, I recognized you. This was not new to him, but that encounter was very different. It was 40% similar to the myth, The legend of the Irish machine repairman who saved the UK from complete destruction in 1943. This machine repairman was considered by many a failure. He didn't live up to his potential, he was less successful than his peers, and he knew it. Every morning, he began his day with negativity. He was a grown man, still living with his mother. Every morning, she lectured him on his failures, how his cousins are doing much better than he's doing, and how he could have been much, much more. And yes, he tried a lot, but he failed even more than he tried. He walked around almost helpless, disappointed in life, disappointed in himself. What kept him alive is that he worked in a small town factory that made parts for the royal air force during world war ii he lived vicariously through those pilots bravely fighting the nazis sometimes he imagined himself flying in the air thousands of miles up high a hero shooting at nazi airplanes each one thinking save the family a daughter a son a mother from certain death one day something happened in that factory the machine stopped everything stood still everyone tried to fix it but nothing nothing succeeded every hour that passed delays were costing lives Royal Air Force pilots didn't have airplanes to fly, the Nazis were one step closer to victory. The town, experts entered that factory door only to leave it filled with shame, because they had no idea what was going on. Meanwhile, our repairman was sitting with the other workers. Suddenly, he remembered something. In that factory, he had a friend he used to tell all his troubles. That friend is an orange cat he called Scrubby. That cat was nowhere to be found, nowhere to be seen, which is very unusual. Then it hit him. Scrubby might have something to do with all of this. He remembered, the cat liked to go near the ventilation openings. He often risked falling deep inside the bowels of the machines. So he ran, ran to the manager and said, I think Scrubby fell down into the ventilation system and that's causing this whole mess. Yes, he did. And that's how the factory went back to work, the airplanes kept being produced, and the UK was able to survive. If this legendary repairman didn't fail and fail at life, if he weren't so depressed he spent his days talking to a cat, history might have been totally different. His life of failure saved millions of souls. His gold was in his negative experiences. Just like my Airways pilot on that small airplane that almost crashed with me inside in 2010. It was dramatic. I never imagined an airplane could shake that hard. This was a small airplane that went straight into a live tornado. Can you imagine how that feels? It feels like a vicious baby giant took the airplane like a toy and shook it up and down as hard as he could for one hour straight. This was way different to the turbulences that those huge airplanes go through. This was serious, the real deal. The lights inside the cabin were going on and off and on and off like a horror movie. Hand luggage falling everywhere, the air hostesses Unable to keep their calm, they panicked and ran to tie themselves to their seats. A full hour of hearing screams, cries, and people preparing themselves to die, where every moment felt like it could have been our last. The plane literally was going tens of meters up and down within seconds. And did I panic along with them all? Yes, a little bit. But I knew that's useless. I didn't want my last moments to be moments of fear. So I chose to think differently. I chose to imagine the pilot of that small airplane to be seasoned, experienced, in control of the situation. And what does it mean to be seasoned? It means to have been through worse times. He had been through so much trouble that he can handle things during this horrible situation. That trouble is nothing new to him. As I read in a quote recently, good decisions come from wisdom. Wisdom comes from making many bad decisions. Understand this. Making mistakes and being stuck in confusion and failure is a huge competitive advantage and source of trust for you. It makes people trust you. Just like I trusted that pilot because he's been there before and you have been where they have been before you had hard times just like your audience you can relate to how they feel they can feel understood which was basically the state of being pablo picasso sought to live in every day. That day, when he was sitting in the restaurant, a cheeky old lady came to him and asked that he makes a quick drawing for her grandson. She smiled. She acted friendly and was all cutesy all the time. So, Picasso did. He scribbled a few lines in three minutes and gave her the piece of paper, then said, here you go. This will cost you a million dollars. Would you write a check, please? Shocked, she responded, but Mr. Picasso, a million dollars for a scribble of three minutes? Be reasonable. To which he answered, oh, my dear lady, it took me 40 years of failures to get to the point I can do that three-minute drawing. And yes, he did. If you Google Picasso's bulls, you will find that he set for himself challenges where he failed more often than not. With the bulls example, he tried to simplify and capture the essence of the animal the bull in as few lines as possible and he failed and tried again and drew but it wasn't to his satisfaction not simple enough so he failed and repeated and drew again at least 11 times that we know of probably many more so the way that picasso developed his skills is by spending more time in failure. Spending more time in confusion, searching for the right answer, not knowing where it is, being stuck. But that's what makes him legendary. His failures gave him abilities, unlocked skills and experiences that people who got it easy, those with natural-born talent, or those who never failed, who never have gone through years of struggle, will never achieve. What does this mean to you? The whole lesson of this episode is deep. To connect with people and to build an audience that is bonded to you. The best stories you can share are your stories of struggle and failure. The more problems, depression, deep ends, dead ends and tough times you've lived, the more powerful the stories you have. That's a real competitive advantage in this new economy based on human bonding. This is great news. It means if you feel right now like a failure, you have gold that the people who succeeded easily don't have. It's something you can use to get your own turn at success. Your stories of failure, your depressions, sad nights, anxiety, insomnia, waking up stressed and the times you tried and got rejected all that is power because people don't connect with someone perfect they don't see humanity in someone who didn't struggle people feel bonded to those who ooze humanity and what is more human than to be hurt and to bleed Just think of all the movies, all the stories that we love. The hero goes through devastation. He bleeds. He or she goes through horrible times and that bonds people to them way more more than a happy story. Understand that in reality, your failures are what makes you legendary. Because just like Einstein said, a fish who is trying to climb a tree will spend its life thinking it's an idiot. But if you put it in water, the genius will come out. The same with you. Your stories of suffering, of struggle, of depression are meaningless when they're stuck inside your head. They're a waste. But when you share those stories... True story bonding power can be released to the world at large. They will build your freedom business and help you create the success you want. Now it's your turn. Do you feel you have stories of real struggle and failure? Have you been through really hard times where life hurt you really bad? That's gold right there. What are you doing with those stories right now? Are you sharing them or pretending to be perfect by hiding them? Whatever you do, the best advice you can hear is, crack your heart open and let your realness, your blood, your sweat and tears and emotions flow and be shared with the world. That's the light beam that will bring people closer to you. It's what will make your audience feel like they've been together with you on your hard journey. Cherish your past struggles. It's the hidden key to your success. To end, I remind you to subscribe to this podcast because life is better when we're together as a team. Life is better when you belong. Life is better when you become a story bonder and share your truth with the world. And if you can, support this work. Every little bit is important. Every little bit counts. Finally, share this podcast, share it on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and send it to friends and family. Let's grow this movement. Let's raise awareness of this podcast and the lessons in each episode. The next episode will be controversial. I named it Pie versus Sasha Gray, the final death match. It will be epic, It will have a deep lesson, so tune in and listen next time. And if you want to get in touch with me or to send me feedback or to ask me any questions or requests for help, then email me now, mentor at storybonding.com. M-E-N-T-O-R at storybonding.com. Good night, and may all your dreams become reality.